Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, Keith, you're... <laughs> you're looking a little bloated today. Just not hello. You're just a tad bloated. Just I just... Not, how you doing? How you doing, Keith? You're looking a tad bloated today. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm not Keith. Oh! Oh, well, that explains a lot. All right. Okay, good. Whew, that was a close one. I mean, I knew Keith Were was going concerned? in for surgery, but I thought, wow, he already had it, and it didn't go well. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. He already had his surgery, and it blew up, literally, in his face and the rest of his body. <laughs> but it didn't, but since it didn't. I'm not Keith. But you're not so, Keith, yeah, so, so. so none of that applies, so just disregard all of that. Yeah, I'll be sure to disregard uh, it. <laughs> so uh, for the next about week and a half, oh, I think I mean, it's going to be long whatever. Like uh, Jeffy's going to be filling in for have, Keith because Keith is in hip surgery. <laughs> One of the backup quarterbacks at BYU had hips. Like, not, I don't know if he even had surgery, but he had a hip problem, and they thought he was going to be out the first week or maybe the second. He was out the whole season. Yeah, it's a long whole time. stinking season. It just messes you up. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, he he may be back with a walker. He might. Yeah, maybe. But it's a torn lab- labrum, I think. It's a torn labrum. Sure. It is hip. So so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Keith. Um, mm. Did you see that uh, Jeff Bezos stepped down? Yeah, from the CEO position. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I when you first thought, you're like, well, of course he is. Man. He's got $200 billion and he wants to spend time with a yeah. new girlfriend. Right. Right. I mean, Hard why to blame aren't you stepping down? If it would have been me, I would have stepped down a long time ago. <laughs> right? And just enjoy my money. Why wouldn't you? Right. I mean, well, these guys are obviously driven like crazy. And so he had to take over the world, which he's pretty much done. Yes, he has. Uh, what segment of society has Amazon not taken over? Uh, it's hard. You'd one. be hard-pressed. You they sure s- would. started out as an online book company. Right. They sold books. Uh, and look at him. Look at him now. So uh, aside from the jokes of being with his girlfriend, I know he, I know he's going to be the executive chair. They've created mm-hmm. a new position for him. Yeah. And the guy that's uh, going to become the CEO has been there for a while, this Andy Jassy. Long time, since 1997, but in fact. I was, I was listening to uh, some financial experts, and I am not one of them. What? So, I mean, I no, know. No, wait. Know. Let me just take a second and... See if I can. No, I just I'm just saying I am that. not a, a financial Whoa. expert. Whoa! And by any shape of the imagination, <laughs> imagine our surprise, <laughs> Jeffy, to hear you say that. But they were they were saying mm. that it's about time, actually, and they were surprised mm. that it's taken this long because guys like Jeff Bezos are the innovators and the disruptors, and mm-hmm. then now. Uh, he's got this monster company to run, mm-hmm. and that's not what they do. Yeah, that's not what they do, and they need to, you know, they need to get somebody in there that knows how to run it. And apparently, Although he's this, done a pretty stinking good well, job. Well, and he's had this Jassy there helping him too, right? He Jassy yeah. and his wife in the beginning, yeah, uh, running it. So it wasn't all just him. But and now, you know, now that he does have, you know, a couple hundred billion, and there are aspects of everyone's life touched mm-hmm. from that company mm-hmm. from uh you know from from everything you know 
maybe it is time that the day to day he says be nice, wouldn't it? Enough. It just takes some time. Of course, he says he's just going to concentrate on uh, uh-huh. Blue Origin and some of his other businesses that he 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 just enjoys. Uh, but if I were him, I think I'd just enjoy the time with my, you know, my family, my girlfriend, my whatever, and just relax for a while. A little bit. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? When you've got $200 billion, what's left to prove? You know, take some time. Take some time. Yeah. Go explore. Go see the world. Relax a little bit. But they don't seem to do that. That doesn't seem to be uh, acceptable to I them. Know. No, not even close. Uh, that's how he became the richest man in the world. Um, and a second. <clears throat> I, it's pretty close between him and, and uh, Musk right now, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know. Elon keeps blowing up spaceships. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the stock might go down. SpaceX rocket exploded yesterday uh, on its way back down to Earth. They just can't do it. They can't seem to. I mean, they have done it. But I think they've they've only done it three times successfully, where they launched it and it goes into space or, or uh, uh, almost to right. space, and then they bring it back down and land it upright again yeah. on land yeah. three times. And then... The last two have both blown up on the yeah. pa- on the and, launch you know, pad. The time before was Landing we pad. got everything we needed, and that's fine. This is a <laughs> we got the data. Back to the, we're fine. We're fine. But mm-hmm. I don't. We didn't I don't hear think they, that yesterday. Yeah, right. I don't think they were planning on that yesterday. Yeah, and you know we have the footage of it, and it's just it's a, it's incredible because it took off. I mean, it took off. The the takeoff was perfect. It flew, I think, for six or seven minutes, something like that, and then. Uh, and that was the end of it. That was the when it landed. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not. There, there's. Uh, that's going to leave a mark right there. <laughs> <laughs> there's Jeez. other footage showing it come down, mm. and it's looking like it's you know, the main when it the full footage. It's looking like it's going to do okay. Really. And then it gets to that point. You know, obviously everything looked fine until it crashed. <laughs> Uh, it just seemed like Weird. then it just lo- it just lost it and obviously you know crashed and blew up and it's really uh, maybe I'm that's sure why that NASA got- lands in the water all the time. It is possible that that's what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be you know, better. This is really hard to land it upright. <laughs> I uh, can't quite get it down. <laughs> what you need is that saucer shaped thing, the UFO kind yeah. of thing. Those you can land on Thank the ground. You. Those can land. That's easy. Thank you. Now do these rockets. Do a spaceship. We've got help. Doesn't the Space Federation help us out a little bit? Come on. <laughs> I mean, do you not? Ha- are you not in communication with them? Right. In that tunnel Elon's or the cave be. in Mars? Elon's got to be, he's right? He's got to be. A- you would think so. Yeah. Right. He's on the inside now. Sure, he got some technology to build Tesla from them. You know he did. Uh, right. So contact him again and say, look, how do we do this? Guys, <laughs> guys, you're letting me down. I need some. I need some like saucer information. <laughs> That's what they need. They they need the saucer like thing because yeah. the rocket. It, it there's just too much room for error there. Uh, if or actually there's no room for error because if you're right. just a, an inch off, that thing's gonna fall and explode. Yeah. So not pretty. Nah, it's real no. Sad. I know it's real. And sad. C- because their plan is still to go to the moon by 2022 and Mars by 2024. Yeah. How are you going to make that happen when you've still got rockets exploding like this on uh, on the landing pad? You better get that worked out. I don't know. I'm not, if it's me, I'm not putting men in that thing uh, until they work it out. 
Oh, takeoff's fine. Uh, yeah, takeoff's fly fine. Fly into space, fine. Just stay there. Stay in space. <laughs> We're going to land on the moon now. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> I okay. guess you could go back to a a, a water landing if you, if you can't uh, get this thing figured out. But as Musk said, the only way that's viable for space travel like this, the only way it's going to be affordable is if we can reuse the rockets. Right. And the only way you can reuse them is if you can bring them back and land them. Right. So they need to get that worked out. They do need to get that worked get out. Get it. I mean, we're already out. we're charging people to go to the ISS now. Right? I mean, we've got people spending yeah. fifty million, fifty million dollars, dollars fifty-five to million to go to the ISS. To go to the ISS, we got, uh, and that's that's um, <clears throat> that's through another program, and then the NASA SpaceX program has got uh, you know looking to take regular people up, including. Tom Cruise and make him the movie at the ISS, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I mean, Tom might be able to afford fifty million. Maybe it's, poss- it's possible Tom could afford that, but why? When he can make the movie and let the production companies pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still happening. We still yeah. the space travel is still happening. It is. And so it's kind of exciting. It's still exciting. I mean, I'm I'm be kind of cool. Yeah, I I mean, I root for the space program. I want it to happen. I think it's really cool. I think it is valuable to Earthlings, even though a lot of Earthlings don't. Why don't you spend that money here on Earth? We've got plenty of problems to work out here on Earth. What are you doing going into space? What good is that? Uh, and then you look Thanks back. You look back on all the technology we have because of our effort to go to space and you realize i mean our society is completely different we don't have gps or cell phones if we hadn't gone to the moon right well i mean elon has taken up you know eight billion satellites circling the globe yeah um you know perhaps we need to i I think that maybe i need to come up with uh you know a global satellite trash company he and bezos are in a real battle over that over the the control of the satellite industry right now because there's a lot of money in that sure is if you're not, ta- if you, I mean, who's going to take, who's going to take it up there? There's like two companies that can do it. Yeah. It's Elon and it's uh, Bezos. And Elon just and NASA. launched a bunch. I mean, hundreds. Uh, yeah. That one, the one rocket Many. ship had all the, uh, I mean, it showed the different, they had to be timed exactly <laughs> the mm-hmm. release to take off and leave and be uh, disembarked from the rocket. Uh, all these, that was incredible to watch, but. That's uh, a lot of money. Those companies pay yeah, a, a lot. lot of money. A lot of money. Well, again, because, you know, uh, there's nobody else that can do it. It's like when uh, when the military was looking for somebody to service the soldiers that were in Iraq and Afghanistan. And there was the big outcry. Yeah. They got a, Halliburton got a no-bid no contract. <laughs> they got a no-bid contract. Yeah, because you know what? They're the only ones that can do it. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I know. There's, there's like Halliburton and I think uh, one other that's even possible. Could be close, right. And it was just Halliburton that right. was Yeah, the the guy delivering uh lunch sandwiches to the construction workers at the at building four right. uh isn't delivering he's, he's not to doing Iraq. That. No, no, he's not. He's no. not feeding thirty thousand soldiers in Iraq. No, he is not. <laughs> I mean, maybe he could. Maybe. I mean, you know, maybe someday down the road, sure. but not now. The right. soldiers are kind of hungry now. Yeah. So we need somebody who can yeah. kind of do it, I don't know, now. So, yeah. Uh, 888 
933.93. So the uh, theme yesterday uh, at SpaceX was, yeah, uh, we got to work on that landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You really do. You yeah, really you do. do. That was according to John Innsprucker, who is the uh, SpaceX announcer. Yeah, yeah. we got we to gotta work on that landing a little bit. <laughs> back, back up to you, Aldi. <laughs> Let's go back to John on the launch pad. I like their attitude on this. Though. Oh yes, they're you know they're not panicking over. Well, that's I mean that's and that, the that's because of the head guy, right, Elon. I mean, the last time he mm-hmm. was like, "Wait, we got all the information we needed. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. you know, it's a little setback. Okay, it costs just fifty million dollars, but ah. whatever. Ah, don't worry about it. But there's another one sitting right there. Yeah, we got another one. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Built, Built Bar. Uh, if you're looking to eat healthier this year, this is a great way uh, to go about accomplishing your goals because Built Bar, very healthy for you. It's got 16 to 20 grams of protein. It only has 110 to 160 calories in each bar. Uh, and they're delicious. They're just really, really good. Uh, I've been eating, lately I've been eating uh, the raspberry, there's the chocolate chip cookie dough. What was it you had this morning? I had, I had the coconut almond this morning. It was really good. Really good stuff. I mean, and they've got just a million different flavors. It seems like they come up with a new one every single day. Better tasting, actually, than your favorite candy bar. Really, really good. So don't give up on eating better. Built Bar is the answer. When you get hungry during the course of the day at work, rather than going to the vending machine and getting something nasty out of it, Get a get a box of Built Bar and just eat those. Fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Use promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so John Bon Jovi who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, before Foreigner, obviously. Uh, best known for shaking stadiums with classics, like Living on a Prayer. Uh, he's made a foray into political songwriting with his uh, latest single, American Reckoning. Uh, and what he said, what he si- sings in the song, GD those eight long minutes lying face down in cuffs on the ground. Okay, so it's obviously about George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, bystanders pleaded for mercy as one cop shoved a kid in the crowd. When did a judge and jury become a badge and a knee? Powerful. Powerful. So in a conversation with NBC's uh, Ari Melber yesterday, Bon Jovi opened up about the single, which uh, he released in July, and uh, how a Today Show interview spurred him to write it. Ari is uh, talking about that song, and then, then of course... I'm not sure if he mentions this one. Although I'll keep my sushi-dishish. What this world needs is a hang. Until we find the vaccination, there's, there's, there's no, no substitute. substitute for love. But, well, we've found a, ma- a vaccination, so I guess that's the uh, love substitute now. So we we do have a substitute for love. So that's great. What a weird, stupid song. I mean, stupid, badly performed, badly written. I understand uh, just, why you don't like it. 
Here he is uh, talking to Ari Melber, though, on MSNBC yesterday. You know, Ari, I had to take a position on this record. I wanted it to be that I were in your shoes or anyone else who is reporting news. So in essence, I said to myself, I am a witness to history. And much like anyone else who had the opportunity to watch the television or read the newspaper, uh, we were all witness to history. And in the case of Mm -hmm. the death of George Floyd, there I was, a captive audience. There you were. uh, Watching the television and was so taken by the the moment and the graphic nature of the moment, both visually and the audio recordings. And I watched as a police officer pushed back a kid in the crowd. I watched as the time went by and and, and the reporter said, these minutes are very graphic. If it's too much for you, please turn away. So there I was, witness to history. And the best way for me to express what I saw was was through the songs. And uh, American Reckoning took shape. You know, I had to be very careful with that song to get it right. And I wrote it, I rewrote it. I played it for a variety of people, Um, people in the African-American community, people in my band, people in my family, uh, other influential songwriters. I made sure to get it right because I I wanted to pay the respects to anyone that, you know, also witnessed that history. It's really powerful you're recounting it as something that so many people shared in America and really around the world. How soon Isn't it, though? Isn't from it? seeing Powerful. it, as we all did, did you know you were going to do a song? Uh, I, I watched yeah. as uh, his friend, um, the basketball player, was recounting to Craig Melvin on the Today Show um, that it, in his last words, he was calling for his mom. And I, my eyes just welled up with tears. And it was that morning I just turned around. So this is a day or two later. And I went to my office and closed the door and I just started writing. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we all, we're all taken aback by what happened to George Floyd. Yes. There's no question about that. We're all on the same page with George Floyd. An absolute tragedy should not have happened. The cop did the wrong thing. Period. I don't know anybody who disagrees with that. However, the praise of Black Lives Matter afterward. You know, the uh, 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 trained Marxists, you know, the the, uh, 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 trained Marxists. Yeah, Uh, we we, that's not necessary. The praise for Black Lives Matter and their Marxist organization, their anti-family organization. And it's all there on their website. Well, it was they deleted the anti-family part because uh, people started to realize, wait a minute, what kind of group am I supporting here? You support the destruction of the traditional Western uh, culture family unit? Hmm. That doesn't seem good. No, it doesn't. But that was prior to their nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize as well. Exactly. Yes. Yes. We had to get some of that stuff off the site before the nomination. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, The the people just brainlessly follow that that group, that organization. Uh, I mean, I I think we're all about civil rights. I don't know anybody who says, nah, we shouldn't have any civil rights. (laughs) Nah, let him get him kill people. Uh, I don't know a single person without justice. Yeah, not I don't know one, a single person. One. Like that. <clears throat> not one, no. Uh, but when you look into these groups, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, 
You see what they're really all about. And what they're really all about is not equal justice for everybody. That is not what they're about. Uh, So that's where you have a problem with people like Bon Jovi, writing songs about them and how great they are. Jeez. Uh, I mean, it's... Well, after he witnessed history. Yeah, that was the best uh, way he could... He could share was to write about it, of course, in a song, because we all know what a talent he is. I mean, listen to the talent just spilling out of him here. Until we find the vaccination, there's no, no substitute for life. So love yourself and love your family. Love family, your neighbor, neighbor and, and your friend. And your friend. Anytime you love a stranger. I love that song. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Why have I not surprised? Uh, I do. I, that song is is Why heartfelt I, and touching. Am I not surprised? Heart <laughs> is really is that how you yes. would describe it? Yes. Heartfelt, heartfelt and touching. And touching. Yes. My review. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. I'm not going with you down that road. I mean. But, uh, okay. So, so Jeff Fisher is, uh, is touched. I mean, I think we all realize that. He's touched. <laughs> uh, 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More good news about COVID-19. It may hide in brains and cause relapses. Wait, what? Uh, isn't that great? Yeah. Could hide in your brain now, they're, they're saying. It they might don't rem- know. They just don't. It may remain in people's brains after infection and trigger relapses in patients <clears throat> who they thought had recovered. Wow. In the new study, mice that were infected with the virus through their nasal passages developed severe illnesses due to brain infections even after the virus left their lungs. In humans, this could explain why patients who appear to be yeah. over COVID-19 sometimes are relapsing and dying. Wow. Uh, the brain is one of the regions <clears throat> where virus likes to hide, according to Mukesh Kumar, who led this study at Georgia State University. That's why we're seeing more s- severe disease and all these multiple symptoms like heart disease, stroke, and all these <clears throat> long haulers with the loss of smell or loss of taste. All of this has to do with the brain rather than the lungs. Wow. I mean... Th- there's just so many scary aspects That's of this really thing. That's scary. Because before, <clears throat> earlier, before they said it stayed in your brain, they were saying that it stayed in different parts of your body. Yeah. Right? For yeah. extended periods of time. Uh-huh. And could, they didn't know if it would, resurface. Now, I mean, if it's hiding in your, <laughs> in your brain, your brain <clears throat> in your mm-hmm. skull, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb here. That's not good. <laughs> no, that's, I'm against it. <laughs> Frankly, Me too. I'm going to take a strong stand and say I'm against it. Me too. I don't like this <laughs> this uh, disease. I, I don't like it. I don't want to have it either. No, I don't either. Uh, because cow. you just never know. You, you might not even have a symptom. You might not get sniffles. Or you could be dead. Right. And, you know, the chances of dying are really slim. But um, still. But still. You're still suffering. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, big, there's, a, there's a line between... Uh, Death and really suffering. I mean, you look at Keith, who's, what, 44? He's 44 years old. He was like, he was knocked out yeah. by that illness. Yeah. 
Life was over, done. Yeah, I mean, he was out of it. He was he was miserable and just laid out in bed for what two weeks, I guess. Yeah, it might have been longer than that. Uh, yeah. And you know, he uh, experienced a really severe dose of it. Um, and so you just never know. You just, on the other hand, Glenn, who you you would think if anybody's you know arms and legs are going to fall off, it'd be Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. He was just mildly sick. <laughs> Stu didn't have any symptoms whatsoever. Yeah, no, his entire family, no symptoms. That's amazing. So, such a weird, weird uh, disease. Now, are you still planning to get the vaccine? I don't know. When your name I comes up or whatever happens? Know. I don't even know how to make I that happen. I guess you call the local You got to call health your local health department. department and get on their list and then... Uh, when you you know when that rotation comes up, they contact you and you go. You can't walk up and get just walk up and get the shot. Right. If you walk up and say, "Hey, I'm here to get the shot," they shoot you dead. Yeah. You cannot walk up. You can't drive up. You can't walk up. Mm. They don't even want to see you unless you're a Hollywood actor. Then it's fine. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. And it's like certainly Ms. Streep oh. come right up to the front of the line. Of course. Cut in front of all these little people. Look at the, all these little people. They make me sick. They nauseate me. So, yes, please, Ms. Oh, please. Streep, right up to the front of the line. <laughs> now, I don't know why you'd want to be in the front of the line because there have been some issues, I know. I, especially with Moderna's, it sounds like. If you had the choice to take Moderna or Pfizer, which are you I'm, going with? I'm going to go with the Pfizer. Me too. If I take it at yeah. all. <clears throat> That's the double dose. I feel like after the first one. They're I both w- double dose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moderna is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know why I keep thinking Moderna is just the single it's dose. not. But I think that's Johnson & Johnson that has a sig- um, single vo- uh, dose. I, I can't decide whether I want to get it or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm I can't torn. can't decide. I'm really torn. In the beginning, I was all for it. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. absolutely going to take it, 100%. And now I'm really... Eh. Well, uh, infections are on the decline now. Uh, hospitalizations are on the decline. Both of those are going way down. Um, and so... You know, we might be getting a grip on it. I I don't know. I hope, hope so. so. Yeah, I hope so, too. The other day in Los Angeles, this was kind of weird. A group of protesters uh, disrupted operations for Dodger Stadium's mass COVID-19 vaccination site. A bunch of anti-vaxxers uh, stopped all the people and all the traffic that was coming into Dodger Stadium so that they couldn't get vaccines. Now, if you don't want the vaccine, fine. Don't, don't take it. it. Don't get it. Nobody's telling you yet that you have to. But don't stop others from taking. What are you doing? Why? What do you care if somebody else gets the vaccine? What are you doing? Why would you do that? Why would you stop others from getting the vaccine if they think they need it? Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. But some of these people are so anti-vaccine that I guess you yeah, don't they, get to take it either. Right? They believe that they're saving your life. Right? The, the, I'm stopping That's none you. Of their business. I'm saving your life. Why don't you let me take care of my life? And you go about your business. I know, but about I, that? I would like that, but you're <clears throat> not smart enough to know. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. We so are. you're playing the progressive's game. I know better than you do. Well, that's not freedom. <laughs> that's not America. But what is anymore? I know. I oh, mean, man. so many things that are un-American Shh. now. Jeez. We are. Uh, and, 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 and we say un-American now, and yet. It is American now. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I guess I know, and that's yeah, the and that's been a thing now for the past 
for a while where we think, and I say we, where protesters uh, believe that if we stop the flow of humans moving in a certain direction, Mm -hmm. they'll be on our side. Right. That's not going to happen. No. No. Uh, How about no? People won't like it when you mess with their lives I want to be able to go where I want it to go. Yeah, right. And if you stop me from doing that, that doesn't put me on your side. Yeah. At all. But to give you an indication of where the virus is going right now, the seven-day average of daily uh, infections is 138,940 per day. But yesterday, there were only 115,000. So that's down, uh, you know, twenty three thousand, which is well, not bad. No, yeah, but I mean, between the between uh, the vaccine, mm-hmm. between the mask wearing, yeah, and between the cycle threshold value, the way that we uh, detect the virus, and don't forget the social distancing, right? You know, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden's plan is working. Oh, it is, isn't it? 100%. Like a charm. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Trump. Zero. Please. To do it's got with it's Trump. got everything to do with the guy who's been on in office for 14 days. <laughs> That's the guy who fixed it for us. Yep. Sure. 100 percent Uh hospitalization, seven-day average, ninety-eight thousand eight twenty. Yesterday, there were 92,880, so that's wow. down 6,000, too. So things going in the right direction. 888 <clears throat> More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray returns. Thanks for being here with us. 888 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Interesting discussion if you can call it that, on Newsmax last night with uh, Mike Lindell of, of uh, MyPillow. My <laughs> he, I think, as you probably know, Mike is somewhat convinced that this election wasn't exactly on the up and up, this last one. Huh. Yeah. Um, so he thinks there was some sort of... Maybe a little fraud going on. Weird. Yeah, strange. Weird. I mean, that's why he has his... The the social media accounts canceled, right? Yep. I mean, his, his personal account on Twitter is canceled mm-hmm. uh, due because he violated a, a company policy from Twitter, uh, the civic integrity policy. Yeah, bull crap. And then he tweeted something on his company account, the My Pillow account, mm-hmm. that was made Twitter unhappy because that violated their ban evasion policy. Oh wow! So if you get a, if you have an account that's banned and then you go and tweet from another account, huh, you're, you're trying tra- to evade yeah, their that's ban. right. And so we can't have that. So that's shut down. Now, why is it that Twitter believes people are so stupid they can't decide for themselves on these things? Right. Well, it's company, I mean, it's company is, policy. Wasn't Twitter initially set up as a place where you share ideas and thoughts and conversation? Hmm. Really? And all of a sudden now, some of the conversation just, I'm sorry, you, you can't. Yeah, no, well, you can't I mean, participate in it. Civic integrity. Yeah, right. It's a company policy. Right. It's and ban evasion. Yeah. It's a ban evasion policy, and you can't evade their ban. You were tweeting from another account after we banned one of your other accounts. Can't have it. We can't have that. <laughs> that will not happen. So he was on Newsmax last night, and they were asking him about the Twitter ban, actually. And uh, here's what happened. Joining us now to discuss is the founder and CEO of MyPillow and the author of mm-hmm. the book, What Are the Odds? Mike Lindell. Mike, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us and uh, welcome. 
So well, what? Okay, so there's her. she is in. It's a it's a three way split screen. It's her, uh, another anchor, a male anchor. I don't know what his name is, and then and Mike. Well, there it is. There you see it there. Right there. Right there. Uh, so here's what happened. American agenda. What what happened with your Twitter account and the uh, company page? Well, first mine was taken down because we have all the election fraud with these Dominion <laughs> machines. We have. Oh boy. Okay. Right off the bat. So man. here we go. He is. I, Jumping in. Yeah. The, the guy is committed to talking about the election. Yes, he is, stolen. man. And so he does. 100% proof. And then I, when they took it down uh, about my, three weeks my, ago, I, and then I, when I put it back up, my personal, I put it. It was a Mike, thing about uh, thank you very much. Mike, so Mike I, you're talking about machines uh, that, that we at Newsmax have not been able to verify any of uh, uh-huh. those kinds of allegations. We just want to let people. And Mike, 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 we're already being sued by those guys. We don't want to be sued anymore. Okay? So, Mike. Mike, so, Mike, please don't talk about Dominion anymore. I mean, they knew he was going to okay. talk about it, right? You don't have him on. You don't have him on. Right. Why? Right. What? As we go on through this interview, and if you mm-hmm. can call it that, it's unlistenable. I don't understand why it they is. just, you know, it was yeah, set it the is. disclaimer before you talk to him and let him go, yeah. or you let him go and set the disclaimer after. I mean, I don't understand why we had to. When you have Mike Lindell on in, in this environment right now, you know what he's going to talk you about. You absolutely know what he's going to talk about. And you've lit the fuse already. He's How about that Twitter cancellation, Mike? Probably not going to talk about Egyptian cotton. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know? So are you still making masks for the government, Mike? <laughs> no. So it continues. No, that there's nothing substantive that we've seen. And let me read you something there. While okay. there were no, he's still clear going. While he's going in the background. some cases yeah. of vote fraud and election irregularities, the election results in every state were certified, uh-huh. and Newsmax accepts the results as legal and final. The mm-hmm. courts have also supported that view. So right. we so, wanted so to talk just, to you about please, canceling culture, if you will. We don't want to relitigate the, the, the uh, allegations that you're making, Mike, because we we, we understand where you are. So let me ask you this. Do you think that this should be temporary because it appears to be permanent? Do you make an argument that it is temporary? What? He has a what? And then you're a word. Did you make what? an argument that this could be hear a temporary banning rather than permanent? Oh, no, I want it to no. be a permanent because you know what? Uh-huh. They did this because I'm revealing all the evidence on Friday of all the election fraud with these machines. So I'm sorry if you think okay. it's not uh, Mike, it's real. I, I, can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Uh, I, I don't want to have to keep going over this. Actually, we at Newsmax Mike, have not been able wait, to verify any of those allegations. Wait, that you're, you're, Mike, okay. hold on you a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Uh, let's talk a little. Now, the middle anchor, the guy, leaves at that point. <laughs> he just point. gets up and goes. He just gets up and leaves. <laughs> well, he did Leaving his disclaimer. Leaving the female anchor. I don't, even, I don't know what her name is, but he left her to just deal with this, and he just left. I not mean, a word. He just up and left. Why do it? To begin with, if you're if that's the way you're going to treat it, yeah, right. I mean, if you, I, I get that you want to get your disclaimers in and you've got to mm-hmm. get your legalities in, and you're a company guy. I got it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. wanted to talk. We want you to talk about cancel culture. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Is that what you had Michael Lindell on for? I'm not sure sh- that you know she. I think was fine with it. I, I she might have played played along. He was not willing right. to. To go back right. down that road. Let's not relitigate the, the. Okay, we're already here. 
Right. Were already and he's dead. already saying, now this was last night, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, last night or the night before, whenever. But So we have, uh, he's going to have information on Friday. Is this a new Kraken that gets released on Friday? Because <laughs> I hope so. Kraken part two. Right. Election Kraken part two. This time he's really pissed. Just when you thought it was safe to go along with the results of the election comes the Kraken, Kraken two. <laughs> I have been uh, amped up about their evidence too many times. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, they sucked me in at least twice where I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe let's see. Because they were so adamant about yeah, they it. They were. And he is. That I thought, okay, there's no way they're this animated about it if Without it's not true. Something. But it was not true, apparently, because they never showed it. So that pissed me off. Well, this time, I mean, we've got this Friday. Yeah, well, okay, now this Friday, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So today's Wednesday. On Friday, they're going to get more information. Hmm. And then what are you going to do? What would happen if they came out with some amazing piece of evidence that was incontrovertible and showed that proof 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 positive they stole seven million votes? Do you think anybody would say, "All right, let's uh, overturn the election"? No, it's too late. They're not doing that. No matter what your evidence is, they're not doing that now. They're not doing that. Uh, Which is why we needed Kraken 1 to work. Yes. Like, I don't know, before January 20th would have been nice. (laughs) Would have been nice. Here we are at February 3rd, and you're talking about on the 5th, you're going to present evidence? And what has held you back all this time from from presenting that evidence? I I don't... (laughs) I know. It's crazy. So. I know. And the whole time during that interview was just amazing because he was he heard none of them. Right. He's just yelling about it the whole time. He's just yelling. Yeah, at the end, we wanted to talk to you about cancel club. What? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, because he was yelling the whole time. Yeah. I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> what? What? Can I thought you, you were just can letting you me go. Your last five minutes of ranting, please. <laughs> I thought you were just letting me go. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about something that can improve your life. Uh, it's called Gabby Insurance. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. So let me ask you this. How would you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice proposition. That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. And, and that's why when I was shopping for car for insurance, uh, I used Gabby. This time of year, we all go shopping for insurance. And Gabby takes the pain out of it because... All you have to do is upload your current policy so that they can pick can compare what you actually have right now to all the possibilities. And so that's what they do. They do the apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance companies like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. So it's really easy. It's really fast. It's hassle-free. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Be nice to have in your pocket. If they can't find you savings like they did for me, they'll just let you know that. And then you can relax knowing that you have the best deal you can possibly get. You're probably overpaying, though, on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. 
It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Unleashed. Gabby, G-A-B-I. Gabby.com slash Unleashed. Pat Gray returns. Uh, Some tweets here. Rowdy introvert tweets. Sounds like SpaceX whose uh, rocket exploded on landing yesterday, needs to work on their ability to uh, circle back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. From laugh... Circle back on that one. Right. Uh, from laugh track. That's true. Million dollar idea. Trampoline landing space for rockets. <laughs> so it just bounces instead of explodes. I like it. Have to be a somewhat sizable trampoline i would, would think. have to be a pretty large pretty trampoline. pretty big uh spoiling duck tweets does more on bon jovi's new song lyrics include the fatal level of fentanyl in floyd's blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's on the that's on the hidden last uh, verse uh the silent last verse roy ters free uh lands journalist is heartfelt the same as causing acid reflux? Because that's a feeling I get from the song. <laughs> uh, DMX DM. Jeffy, show us on this doll where the crappy Bon Jovi song touched you. <laughs> <laughs> on second thought, no, no, we don't want to know. <laughs> I'm happy to if you like. I love that. Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog tweets. Maybe COVID goes into your brain because they shove it in there with a big-ass Q-tip. Yeah, no kidding. When they test you with that swab. Yeah. You've been tested, haven't you? I have, yeah. I've had, I've had the the nasal quick tests and the uh, brain oh, probe yeah. You've had both of them? too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, uh, and it, you know, it's not as bad as they say, really. No. I, mean, I was I mean, expecting I, much worse because yes. everybody said it was so hideous. Yeah, I know. I but mean, it's, a, it's not pleasant. The lady that I had, you know, come in to do it with her, you know, space suit on and you know, ready to do the swab, and you'll mm-hmm. be fine. I told her. I I told her if you know, if it comes back positive, I, I'm going to kill you dead. <laughs> and she laughed and then stabbed me in the brain. Yeah. All right. Well, that served you right. <laughs> right for the threat right. made to her. But it wasn't. Right. It wasn't that. I mean, I, obviously, there's you know, putting that swab up in you quite a ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's better than the anal probe or whatever the Chinese are doing now. They're doing the anal yeah. swab. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. When you get off a flight in Beijing, they test everybody with the anal swab. I don't know that that's true. That I mean, the According story. The, story I, the one week, story had the guy Wang, uh, huh? you know, wanted to be known as Wang that got his <laughs> anal swabbed. Okay, I don't know that I believe that story. <laughs> okay, you know, you got if they're doing it. Okay, mm-hmm. you got me. But it's just I found it. Interesting that a guy who only wanted to go by the name of Wang was getting maybe that's his name. Yeah, maybe Wang is his name. You had a problem with the name Wang? No, okay, no problem. Right, (laughs) (laughs) but they are. They have talked about using the anal swabs because it lingers in that area longer. Right, right. But now we're hearing about that it's lingering in your brain. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. I don't know. They don't know. Who, they who, don't know. That's the thing. That's the thing. The state, the state Department is now saying that Wuhan lab workers became sick weeks 
before the oh, pandemic yeah. started. Well, we, yeah, I mean. All right, so it didn't start in a Wuhan lab. It did start in a right. Wuhan. Now and, it didn't, then it now it does. And the World Health Organization over over, is over, over there investigating now. They've, right now. They've just, right, right now they're over there because they broke. They had to go over there and do their quarantine mm-hmm. before they even started their investigation. And it's great that you're doing this a year late. I know. I know. Just ridiculous. I mean, we, being back in the WHO organization, the WHO. Which is a is, great. It's good to be back a part of them. <laughs> is right? it, it? Is it? Right? It? Yeah. Because yeah, so they're important. so valuable and important. <laughs> Trustworthy. You bet. Right. Come right. on now. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I look, we're, we talked about how it seems to be going in the other direction now, mm-hmm. uh, which is good news. It, you know, I, I, we keep hearing about how bad the vaccine rollout is. Uh, just because they say it doesn't make it so. Because it true. feels like it's it feels going fine pretty good. Yeah, uh, people are getting vaccinated. Uh, we're not. Uh, there isn't a big. I, I haven't seen any struggles. In fact, we have people stopping people from getting vaccinated in right. California. So I mean, mm-hmm. the rollout uh, seems to be okay. Well, I mean, tens of millions have already been vaccinated. That's pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think a lot of the people that are were really anxious to be vaccinated have been, and yes. that's fine. The rest of us who are kind of holding back and trying to decide, uh, I'm perfectly fine with where it is right now. And then there's a lot of people who don't want the vaccine no matter what. So I think we're pretty well on okay, track. Okay, and if we, I think so too. And if we reach that point of, uh, you know, what what I think many people, including myself, is, are hoping for that, you know, we reach that crossover point of the herd immunity right uh-huh. so that we you know we have enough people that are on the vaccine that that illness is going to get kicked in the butt and we've moved on and so mm-hmm. we don't have to have the vaccine every year we don't have to have it every month whatever whatever the case is because we really don't know we don't know if the vaccine is going to last how long it's going to last what does it does it it does it just stop you from getting sick for a year mm-hmm. does it stop you from getting sick for six months we don't or even does know it stop you at all we don't even know i mean we think uh that initially at least what the pfizer test is 95 percent effective yeah. and moderna 94 but how over what period of time we don't know no, we have we no idea right now and with all the different new uh uh strains yeah we don't know if does it, it works protect against, against those yeah, again, we don't know. I know. Yeah. But we're supposed to follow the science. <laughs> the science doesn't know anything. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, uh, Parter still isn't up, right? Correct. So they didn't they didn't make it by the end of January. I, right. Hmm. Uh, I, uh, it's just it's just it's a really weird thing, and now I feel like it's just gonna go away. Mm. Like mm-hmm. it never existed. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Really weird. Heard nothing about really it. Not weird. even I, from the. I think they still have their. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's well. That's why I think hmm. it's kind of uh, you know like they're done. It didn't exist. But it's I strange. feel like their website 
the parlor website is, is up. As I remember reading, uh, seeing a headline or something. Well, they supposedly the, found somebody to host them, didn't they? I, I, I that's what they we did. were told. Yeah. That's what we were told, but. But they don't seem to be there. No, it doesn't. And, and look, our, in today's world, are the anti-parlor people going to let that happen? I mean, there's Twitter and Amazon. And I don't know. Google. No, I mean, I, those are some pretty big players. Mm-hmm. And when you have those players against you, that's an uphill battle that is uh, quite, I mean, that hill is pretty big. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I uh, got some tweets here. 300 Americans <laughs> tweets, Mike Lindell cannot evade Twitter's ban policy, but Twitter can evade their own policies with abandoned. Nice world we live in. Uh, America's discarded giblet tissue tweets, A2 Newsmax. Uh, the Stinky Biscuit no, they wanted to exhibit cancel culture and did a good job of yeah, it. Yeah, no kidding. See, cancel. Yeah, so. uh, that's just bougie tweets. <laughs> what would anyone do with the evidence Evidence anyway? Most judges are bought and paid for, as we oh, saw earlier. Oh, see. From rounds out loud, Dominion voting machine irregularities and election fraud are like Taiwan. We're not allowed to recognize it exists. Boy, no kidding. Uh, the Chinese from TylerRelentlessDaring.com. Uh, the Chinese are anal probing travelers. Have they gotten testing technology from the aliens? Yes. Yes. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what the they're space doing. The space proctologists yes. have signed yeah. off on it. They're, it's okay for them to do this. Uh, Jeffy's missing OEA. The USA is back in the who. I guess we will get fooled again. Thank you. Thank you. Here all week. Try the veal. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. A few minutes ago, uh, CNN was doing uh, uh, the Q and on somebody who had what? What was the the oh, banner? Yeah, she was, was the, she was on the banner. She was, was in Q and on, and she finally found a way out or whatever. Well, she she <clears throat> evaded the evaded. rabbit hole. Yeah, right? she finally got out of the rabbit but, hole of Q and on. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't evaded, but that's <laughs> what they meant. She didn't go down the rabbit hole of Q and on. Well, she did, but she pulled herself out. She extracted herself. Oh, okay. I think she was a former, a recovering Q and on person. It just it shows their obsession with this group of people that i have never met one i don't know any i've i mean who has well i mean i went by the rabbit hole did you once yeah you went by, I the, went rabbit by the rabbit hole but i didn't go down it i didn't so i said no aren't they no. The, they're the ones they believe in the uh child sex slave trade that's being run out if of the you, if you say that's the what they believe that, place. if you say what that's what they believe sure i mean mm-hmm. i don't i honestly i don't I mean, I know very little about him. I, 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 that's what I, I, the, the sex slave stuff, the white supremacist stuff. I was, mm-hmm. I'm told, um, and that's about it. That's about all I but know. CNN and I don't, I don't like, know that. CNN acts like they're the biggest group that's ever existed. Like right. they're, they're such a danger to society. <laughs> and yet, when we pointed out all of the crap from extreme <laughs> left wing organizations that's been going on over time, it's like, oh, that's such a small of america and there's nobody in that you're afraid of, you're afraid of the black panthers you're afraid of this i hate white people really mm-hmm. every last iota of a cracker i hate it uh-huh. 
Oh. We okay. didn't come out here to play today. No. It's too much serious business going on in the black community I to see. be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker whore <laughs> on our arm, and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. Yeah. Right. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? What's you wrong? had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. Mm -hmm. You want freedom? You're gonna have to kill some crackers. Oh. You're gonna have to kill some of their babies. I see. That just ah, guy. please. This is a, such a tiny little fraction of America. One guy. We, I, it but, sounded like it was edited together anyway. It wasn't even just one person. But QAnon. Oh, that is like that's like a danger that's out of control. A wildfire that's consuming the entire planet. Right. So ridiculous. I barely, barely got out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> and this, uh, this whole thing about white supremacy i don't know any white supremacists either i don't think i've ever met a white yeah, supremacist that's just what a white supremacist would say that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what a white supremacist it's would probably say, true san francisco's public schools have been uh have been really hard at work uh, the last few weeks they canceled like the names of 44 schools yeah. right now they can't open the school by April, but they yeah, can no, change the name of all the schools the by April. The names are too horrible. They can the do that. The names are too horrible. Well, now they've decided that acronyms are a symbol of white supremacy. What? What? Yeah, exactly. What? Acronyms? Yeah, the district's art department is getting into the act, and they're taking the radical step of dropping their acronym. Uh, they were uh, called VAPA which stands for Visual and Performing Arts, and now they're changing it uh, to a different acronym. <laughs> so, so because if VAPA? If acronyms are white supremacy, why would you use another kind of acronym? So what they're doing instead, it's not going to be the... Uh, it's not going to be the video... Visual. The Visual and Performing Arts anymore. It's going to be the SFUSD Arts Department, which stands for, it's an acronym for San Francisco United School District Arts Department. Hmm. Oh, that's a lot better. That I sure can, is. I can see where you took the white completely out of it. Good. Thank you for doing that. Uh, how people lived through the VAPA era? I don't know. How did they live with it? I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they survived. To be honest, I mean with it's you, so evil long. and threatening, right? Right to all minorities. I mean, how many times have you been called a vapor? Oh, it's, I mean, geez, ugly. I mean, right? I don't. Want, I don't want to. You can't say it anymore. Obviously, you can't. I don't want to say vapor anymore on the air because it's too ugly. Apparently, there's a a paper in 1999 that is making the rounds now because everybody's on board with it. In 1999, Tima Okun wrote an anti-acronym paper called White Supremacy Culture. And uh, it said that our culture perpetrates, perpetuates racism when things continue to be written down in a certain way. <laughs> I mean, if Tima has said it once, Tima Okun Tima has said it a million, a million times. times and about these acronyms. So right. I mean... Uh, they're also wondering if this, if the district's ant, uh, acronym SOTA, School of the Arts, should be instead called the Ruth Asawa School. Oh, my gosh. Uh, which wouldn't be an acronym, which, the, I mean, 
that, that makes a little more sense than the arts department thing. You have uh, a serious, serious mental illness if you believe this stuff, right? If you believe that acronyms are racist and yes. white supremacy, then, I mean, you should you should seriously be in an institute somewhere. And they look, they, they've taken a kind mm. of a hit as they got rid of all the names. Right, even the mayor was like, "What are you? What are you? What are you doing?" Even the super liberal mayor, yeah. London Breed, was against that. He's like, "Why don't you concentrate on getting the schools reopened <laughs> rather than changing the names?" Which, by the way, is important. I understand that that's important. Right, that yes. we have names that are everybody's comfortable that's with. Exactly right. But maybe you could also open the schools by April. How about that? And there's a couple of names <laughs> on there, you know, that I think that if I remember right, like Abraham Lincoln. Right, they were yeah. questioning Abraham Lincoln. And, uh, what's her face? The Senator Feinstein. Oh yeah, she's got a school there too. They're getting rid of. And what was I mean, her she, problem? I, what was the problem? It was something she know. said back in the nineties. Yeah, I think I mean, she was the mayor of San Francisco. My gosh, it just come on now. <laughs> come on. I don't know. I don't know where this ends. If people don't stand up and say, "All right, enough, enough of this insanity," we're not taking it anymore. Uh, white supremacy and acronyms have no relation to one another okay there there's you're seeing ghosts and goblins and villains around every corner right and in every bush right and it, the, it's got to stop it just has to stop we can't survive this i don't see how you survive this well i mean we have after we get rid of people stop calling each other vapor because we don't want... I mean, right, that should be the last thing we finally yeah. get rid of because uh, we know how many people have been killed by that, by the name, by the acronym VAPA. VAPA. I mean, holy cow. The visual audio performance arts? Is yes, that what it was? that's exactly right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, what it was. It's what not it was. anymore. Yeah, no, not anymore. Now it's the SFUSD Arts Department, which is so much better, and less people are going <laughs> to die now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Make any I sense. just don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And meanwhile, uh, we have a president who has signed. I think it's forty five executive orders so, now. He's signed a lot, man. I mean, he it's, has signed a lot. It's ten or fifteen times more than any other president at this stage in their presidency. Well, but, but. he he was actually asked about it a little bit yesterday, and here's what he had to say. I want to make it clear. There's a lot of talk with good reason about the number of executive orders that uh-huh. I've signed. I'm not making new law. I'm eliminating bad policy. Oh, that makes oh. it okay. Then. What I'm doing I is see. taking on the issues that mm-hmm. 99% of them that the president, the last president of the United States, mm-hmm. issued executive orders I thought were very counterproductive to our security, <laughs> counterproductive to who we are as a country, particularly the, in, you uh, thought. In, yeah. uh, in the area of immigration. Mm-hmm. This is about uh, how America is safer, stronger, more prosperous when we have a fair, orderly, and uh, humane legal immigration system. Humane. Mm-hmm. We have a fair and, and orderly. That's why, uh, that's why we have a president rather than a king, because one guy deciding what's bad policy and what isn't, that's not what we had in mind here. You're not, you're not the one who decides that. We elected a bunch of people 535 of them to make those decisions for us. And then you just either sign them or reject them. That's what you do. I, this is crazy what's going on here. And you can, 
you can go ahead and try to justify it whatever you whatever way you want it doesn't make it okay it it doesn't make it okay and we get it you're not making new laws we got it right we understand what the uh what these uh what these are they're just mandates from on high and then the bad uh, the thing about this is the next guy just undoes all he did so that's why that's one of the reasons why it's foolhardy to keep doing this i mean you might have four years with it uh or you may not actually if right. he doesn't if he doesn't last those four years uh, harris could come in and redo everything he did i mean well, you can't run a country that way you can't you can't run the most powerful country in the world that way and that's not how it was set up to run and he just keeps doing it yes he does Yes, All right, but you know, look, it's better for the country that way. Sure, yeah, because he uh, he knows better than anybody else in the you know in the field of immigration. <laughs> I can't take it. It's unbelievable. Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. Many state and local governments have used the coronavirus to trample the constitutional rights of millions, simultaneously defunding law enforcement, while the mob and dangerous criminals roam free. When the government can't or won't ensure your safety, self-reliance is the only option you have. So that's why iTarget was invented, to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. Rather than an actual bullet in the chamber, it comes with a laser bullet, and the laser shows you where on the target uh, your shots are landing. So it's really cool, it's really convenient, and it's safe. You can you can do this with your kids and show them how to use a firearm safely right in your own home. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to put your mask on. Uh, you don't have to spend a bunch of money on ammo because, first of all, it's hard to even find ammo in, right now. It goes so fast. As soon as a truck arrives with the shipment of ammo, it's gone in about five minutes. So... Saves you time, it's really convenient, and it's a lot less expensive. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. And today you can save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT at checkout. Go to iTargetPro.com, smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in like one day. Makes a great gift for your patriotic Valentine, too. That's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Get a few tweets here. Uh, Carl Smith tweets, Are you saying you wouldn't go up in that SpaceX rocket? After all, the mission was mostly successful. Right? Right. Chewing the fat. No, chewing the Jeff with fatty. <laughs> Instead of see, chewing the fat with Jeffy. It kind of, I think they accidentally mixed it up there. It was, I'm sure Jeffy, it was an I'm accident. I'm sure it was an accident, yeah. Uh, maybe they're dyslexic. Pat, just wait for the science to tell you what to think. Then when it changes, go along with that. No questions asked. No, that's a really good point. Thank you for that reminder. Uh, Carrie tweets, space proctologist. That's a great band name. 18 That's- spoons of bougie milk sauce <laughs> tweets. I've killed some crackers in my time. Mostly the salted saltine variety <laughs> and by the box. Cracker too tasty. Will of Landrew, are you of the body? Uh, tweets. If there are no pedophile rings in D.C., 
then why get upset talking about them? Uh, yeah, that is a good point. And but also, I, I, nobody's saying there aren't pedophile rings in D.C. Just not in the basement of that pizza, of that pizza place parlor that right. doesn't have a basement. I know, but what they were saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, rants out loud tweets. Remember, bad policy can be upheld only if it was said by a Democrat. Then executive orders can't be undone by the next president, and the courts will back that up. Yeah, probably. It's kind of where we are. Uh, so we have a new Homeland Security chief and a uh, a new transportation secretary. We do. Congratulations to both. Mm-hmm. Pete Buttigieg both is a transportation secretary. Who'd they tap for Homeland Security head? Uh, his name is... Oh, I can't remember his name now. Alex... Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, okay. Confirmed he's the first Latino and immigrant to run uh, DHS. Well, wonderful. So it's good. good. That's that. good and, news. And, and good Pete news. Buttigieg, of course, is the first openly gay mm-hmm. Senate-confirmed cabinet member in U.S. history. Oh, all right. Because they, they have to throw in the disclaimer of Senate-confirmed. Okay. Uh, because of... Uh, Oh, because what's, what's his, his face? face that Trump yes, appointed, yes, correct? Who was ambassador to, just, to Germany? I believe, but that was or not something confirmed. Yeah. Right, right, okay. <laughs> so they want to completely discount what Trump did uh, as the first person to appoint an LGBTQIA two plus person to uh, to an office. Huh. Correct. Why can't I remember his name? It's crazy. They did the same thing with the women. Well, that's the first time anybody's had an all-woman staff. Well, except for everybody in the Trump administration. Other than that, yeah, Other than right. that, it's the first time. Yeah. Other than just about everybody. Mike Pence, uh, Melania Trump, and all these people that had all-female staff, uh, they completely ignored. Completely right. ignored. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, by the way, did you see that uh, CNN's ratings are crashing through what? the floor now because no they don't have trump to kick around anymore and They're i knew this to was gonna happen i've talked about this multiple times what are they gonna do without trump and now we're finding out uh cnn and msnbc relied almost exclusively on anti-trump content to attract viewers over the past four years and now that he's gone those same networks are wis- witnessing the ratings nosedive at unprecedented levels in the first week since Trump left office. Now, in January, they did really well because you had, well, the, was, you had the inauguration and you had the battling back and forth and they could still kick Trump around because he was still in office. For and most everyone of was waiting for the Kraken to be released. Right. Right. Well, now their ratings during primetime have plummeted 44%. Ooh. MSNBC's primetime ratings fell, too. Uh, They went down 20%, almost 20%. That is fantastic. Couldn't happen to worse networks. That's not 44%, though, man. No, it isn't. MSNBC is 20%. I mean, am I a bad person because I want to see the demise of CNN? I don't really care. Um, And the answer is no, I'm not a bad person. They're they're bad people, and they deserve this greatly. (laughs) Yeah, they deserve it. I mean, they're they have uh, they've done a I don't know a disservice to America. It feels like, and I, I don't feel bad about them struggling. No, I don't either. I don't either. They got it coming to them. <laughs> they absolutely, 
absolutely have it coming to him. Uh, also, a Maryland church has approved an initiative to donate half a million dollars in slave reparations. An Episcopal church in Maryland announced Monday they had unanimously approved an initiative to donate $500,000 in slavery reparations over five years. To uh, whom? That's what I'd like. Cause... Huh. Okay. Uh, did you find a lot of slaves to give the money can to? Can I apply? Um, that's interesting. I mean, is there I, a number I, people can call, think There is. If there is, I'm calling it. Cause... The Memorial Episcopal Church donated 50000 of its endowed wealth and another 50000 from 2021 operating budget as part of the Guy T. Holiday Holiday. Memorial Justice and Reparations Initiative. I'm sure the Guy T. Holiday Memorial Justice and Reparations Initiative. How many times have we talked about it? I'm I'm sick of hearing If I had a nickel for every time. (laughs) The funds will be invested in community partners who are doing justice-centered work. Oh, well, that's good. You know what? If you're going to give reparations, this is the way to do it. Let let community churches donate to whoever they want. I don't have any problem with that. Go ahead. Right. That's how you do it. Don't ask the government to do it. If you want to do it, do it. Give her every penny you make to slave reparations. I don't care. So that's that's actually actually a good story, frankly. Um also we have we got to play this uh, a Jen Saki uh clip from yes. yesterday that's kind of controversial right now. Now some people are saying she made fun of the Space Force. Yeah. Others are saying, oh, it's so good to have such a witty uh, person who could come back at the at the journalists there and just lay them out. <laughs> it's so good to have competent people in office now. Really? That's exactly. All right, you be the judge. We'll play for you <laughs> next on Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed. With traffic and weather together every two minutes on the ones all morning. Get you there safely. One piece. Uh, Thanks for being here with us. 888-933-93. We're talking about uh, Jen Psaki's daily appearances. Wow, is she terrific? Is she terrific or what? What a witty, wonderful spokesperson she is. Uh, Golly. Um, Night stew. Night, Night stew? stew. Okay. She is such an asset. Oh, you got that right, Night Stew. What an asset she is. Well, let's let her speak for herself because she's terrific. They asked whether the president has made a decision on keeping or keeping the scope of Space Force. Wow, Space Force. Whoa. It's the plane of today. Um, it is an interesting question. Um, I am what? happy to check with our Space Force point of contact. I'm not sure who that is. You're I will find circle out back. and see yeah, if go ahead. Yeah, she back almost said it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Pause it for a second. She almost did okay. it, yeah. Now, so, lefties are saying that was witty. Yeah. And she used Space, space Force as a, as a uh, punchline. What? All she right. did was repeat it. Wow, <laughs> Space Force. Um... That's not wit. <laughs> okay. That's, that's nothing like wit. Really? That's the ability to be a parrot. That's what that is. Okay. She repeated what she heard. Wow. Space, Space Force. Force. Yeah, there's no talent there. There's no talent. <laughs> ah, 
So I guess she was referring trying to you know trying to be funny. I guess I don't know how. Why? What was funny about that? Um, you know, because I guess they they spent uh, time asking her about the color scheme or something of the planes, mm-hmm. and she was referring. Oh, that's the plane of the day. You just want to know about the color scheme, main and the uh, the. Uh, uh, People in Congress are like, um, Space Force is an actual military brand? Yeah, that you maybe uh, don't want to make fun of, Yeah, perhaps. Uh, it was right. voted on unanimously. The American people love it. Uh, you might want to just kind of show a little bit of respect to let's, Space Force. Let's go ahead and hear the rest of her genius. Oh, I'm yeah. sure she's she hysterical. Goes on they, they talk about the $15 an hour minimum wage. Something right. happened to her, though. Something mm-hmm. has happened to Jen. She got mad the other day over the circle back thing. We were making fun of her, so she mm-hmm. she threw that back. And now this clip, I feel like she's something happened. She got mad. She's angry. She's. I, I feel like she's squaring up on me. Is what's <laughs> happening? And I'm not going to allow it. Good for you, Jeffy. Don't take I'm it. I'm not going to take it. You don't I have know to. that she's the White House spokesperson. You're, you're an American citizen. But, you don't have to take it. But I'm not going to take you. it. I'm not going to take her squaring back up on me. Like Good. Let's start with COVID relief. Senator Manchin today put out a statement saying he was going to vote for the budget uh, proposal, but made clear that his final vote is on, needs to be on a proposal that's very targeted. He is opposed to the $15 minimum wage. Is the $15 minimum wage a must-have for this White House in any final package? Well, um, Phil, I should have also brought you up here to just talk about how a bill becomes a law, because well, I think, you know. Oh, good. Witty. I can't wait. We'll all Witty. tune in for it. Really, um, really funny. You know, Phil, I think um, there are a lot the of um, points of view, <laughs> as should not be a surprise to anyone, of different members of Congress. <laughs> we respect all of them. We're happy uh-huh. to hear them. Hence, oh, the president sure. met with sure 10 Republican senators last night. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to negotiate from here or, frankly, in public about what is going to be in and out of the package. Uh-huh. We want that to work through the legislative practice practice mm. process. Practice, sorry. Process, that, is, uh, that is ongoing process, now. Witty. Witty, witty. witty. Funny. Oh, man. <laughs> that was all good stuff. Mm. But see what I mean? Yeah. She's, she's something's happened. And she's trying to be a little bit more witty than she has wittiness to handle. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, that whole... I Any wit. I'll make a law. Just explain the process to people. Uh-huh. You know, we got it. Yeah. yeah we got it, baby. She's a comedian. Right. Uh, good stuff. Well, that, did I mention that what an asset she is? No, but you should. She is. Yeah, a, yeah I don't a, think you can say it too many times. What an asset she is. She is an asset to this administration, <laughs> and quite frankly, the country. Uh, yeah, exactly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, this weekend, Super Bowl fifty five, and uh, if you're not excited about that, well, you're like me. Because. <laughs> You're my not team, excited about it? My team lost, and I'm not real thrilled about it. No. Nah, I'm fired up. Kansas City yeah. versus uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, baby. And uh, the indigenous peoples in, in Florida are getting together to protest the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. because of their dehumanizing nickname. Yes. So they're going to do that on Sunday as the team travels to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ugh. Uh, known as Florida Indigenous Rights and Environmental Equality. I love them. Oh. I hope there's not an acronym for them because that acronym is well, it'd obviously be white racist. supremacy. Yes. Yeah. If you were to call it furry, 
the Florida Indigenous Rights and Environmental Equality or furry, if we're to be white supremacists. <laughs> they announced plans for the demonstration last week, asking others to join them outside the stadium on Sunday afternoon to urge the reigning world champions to ditch their team name out of respect for Na- Native Americans. Yeah, because the people there cheering for the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be right behind you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're going to be all for you. You know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> You know, I'd never thought of that. You're right. Uh, I should have been offended on your behalf all this time. But according to uh, the Tampa Bay Times, the group hopes to call attention to how hurtful the team's name is to indigenous people who see their culture and spirituality appropriated and caricatured by fans who wear headdresses and war paint and swing their arms in arrowhead chop. When you make indigenous people into a mascot, it's extremely dehumanizing, especially for children. This coming to our backyard, well, we're going to say something about it. I'm so glad. You know, does anybody look at the Notre Dame fighting Irish mascot as insulting? I don't. I'm Irish. And they have, it's got dukes up. It's a leprechaun. Like all Irish people are leprechauns. Short little fighters who are drunk all the time. Is that what you're saying about us? Yep. That's exactly what they're saying. Is that dehumanizing? Or the Boston Celtics? Uh, You're calling attention to Celtics. Are you dehumanizing all Celts or Celts? I mean, what's the difference between the Notre Dame fighting Irish and the Kansas City Chiefs? I, I, I don't understand how the Chiefs name is dehumanizing. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, when you cheer for the team. Yeah. You're cheering a, for the for somebody named after an indigenous but people. But if you have a headdress on, like, uh-huh. you know. Like they, some of them used to wear. Or, uh, or, or, or face paint on. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah. Well, you've appropriated a culture, I guess. You know, so because you want to pretend that you have war paint on. <laughs> it's just so stupid. And they continued, of course. Uh, the group continued to complain. No other groups are racially trivial. Uh, I just named you a couple of groups. Yeah. Uh, Irish groups that are trivialized into mascots. Yes. Yes, they are. Listing non-existent monikers like the Kansas City Chicanos, Crackers, <laughs> or Nuns. I hate those. Nuns. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the, of the Nuns. <laughs> not the Nuns. I'm not a fan of the Nuns. They, they have not spent any money. They, they don't. There's... The, the, the last draft was mm. not good. It was not good at all right. for the nuns. Man, they... <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, I first of all, it's chiefs is not a disparaging term as far as I'm aware. Are you aware of that being uh, like a racial slur to somebody? I, I am not, chief. <laughs> See, I don't like it when people call me chief, but... Um, <laughs> That's all. I don't like it when they call me sport either or boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Hey, hey chief. <laughs> I never understood. Boss. Okay, don't... chief. Okay, chief. Yeah. All right, chief. I feel like that. <laughs> you know, maybe they're right now. Now that I'm thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, now that you think about right. it. Yeah, it does piss maybe me off. Maybe they're a right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking when, you, when I hear, all right, chief. Yeah. I, uh, that doesn't make me feel good. No, that, no, that's true. Kind of ticks me off a little, uh, like, you're, true. You're, like you're like you're down talking me. But I mean, the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs seems to actually be honoring 
uh, that it group of people. It does seem that, doesn't, doesn't it? it? It does. Yeah, it, it does. does seem. And the chief, you know, the, uh-huh. the head guy. Right. The boss man. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, chief? I do, sport. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, let me take a minute tell you about Brooker's Founding Flavors. Oh, uh, man. man. Do we love this ice cream? I can't get enough of it, clearly. Um, and it is delicious. But if you don't live in Utah, you might be thinking, well, I, I, I can't get any of this. Not so. Oh, you would be wrong. You'd Chief. be really wrong, sport, because they'll send it right to your doorstep. Brooker's ice cream. It's made with the highest level of creaminess. Highest quality ingredients, absolutely delicious. That's incredible to me. Is that like I and then this and again, this is gonna I'm gonna throw this out in a commercial, and I, I probably shouldn't, but mm. you know, I can normally eat more than you know a pint of ice cream at one time. Mm. Yeah, what a surprise! I know. I, know, I, I can know. barely sit in my chair without falling down <laughs> um, because I'm so surprised by that. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the lower class ice cream. Mm-hmm. The ice cream that is just on your shelves at the grocery store. Yeah, it's are filled. not. Yeah, it's the, not the same. It's not even close to the same. Well, one of the reasons, one reason is because it's all it's a lot of air, you know. But this is hand packed, and so it's dense, and it's really a pint of ice cream. And it's got a, like what 16 percent plus uh, butterfat. Yeah, so, so you're eating something delicious and really creamy and rich. Thick. It's, fantastic oh man yes so you don't have to visit their ice cream parlor in utah um even though that experience is really fun you walk into a colonial tavern from 1776 with period decor and everybody in period clothing but if you can't get there they go to their website they've got a ton of amazing flavors and they can deliver right to your house in fact their marie antoinette let them eat red velvet cake uh be the perfect flavor Perfect thing to send your Valentines uh, for February. 14th. And you can do it now if yep. you just uh, click on that uh, ship tab. You click uh, on the ship nationwide tab, yes. and then you can decide mm-hmm. when you want it delivered. Right. So I mean, not only do they, I mean, you just click yes, I want this particular uh, product, and I want it delivered on this day, and it'll be delivered in time for Valentine's. How sweet is that? It's awesome. Go to brookersicecream.com. It's B R O O K E R S ice cream. Brookers ice cream. Dot com. Click on the Ship Nationwide tab. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. So you're not excited about the game? No, not really. Are you? I am. I am. I'm fired up. I wish I was. Oh well, I of course I you are. There. You're a Tampa Bay fan. I wish I was there, man. Living in uh, Tampa, mm. Tampa Bay would be awesome right now. So much fun. I mean, this year has Their been great. Their teams are doing really well. Uh, they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Rays were in the World Series. They didn't win, but they were in the World Series. We right. got, we've got uh, Brady, who is Tom Brady, who's bringing home the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl, the first team to play in their home stadium. Uh, he's got to win. He has to win. He has that. He has to have that feather in his cap from the Chiefs' mm-hmm. headdress. Mm-hmm. So I want him to take that feather from the chief's headdress and stick it in his hat. <laughs> take that, chief. It would be Brady's seventh Super Bowl title. He's been in the Super Bowl. This will be ten, ten times. <laughs> he makes it seem like it's really easy to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like every other year during his career, he's been to the Super Bowl. 
That's amazing. On average, it's every other year. Except for the year that my son played. Yeah. Okay, about 50% of the time, though. Uh, so your son didn't get the Super Bowl ring. I know, very disappointed. Uh, that that was too bad. But the guy, uh, I mean, you've got to believe he's just the best of all time. Right. With seven no Super Bowl title, you can't argue There's, about it no, anymore. I'm sorry. And he's taken two teams to the Super Bowl now, and if he wins this one, that'll be crazy. Then he joins Peyton Manning as the only person to take two teams and win in the Super Bowl. Pretty amazing. No kidding. Uh, and I and he claims he's coming back. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah. At 44? Oh, yeah. He said he's coming back for sure next year. Oh, wow. And he wow. he made he made comments toward why like, not? that might not be the end of it either. <laughs> Can you, he'll be playing until he's 50 years old or more. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. But he's got, I guess he's got a... Uh, fitness regimen that's pretty impressive and it obviously works yeah for him. You, I mean, you got to stick to it yeah and you got to you know get right on it and it's it's, uh, it's, it's your it's your diet it's your workout plan the regiment it's a, right yeah it's a, it's a lifestyle yeah, yeah. Is what it is bad i mean yeah. i don't have to tell you <laughs> i don't have to tell you you know how you know how it is i know how grueling it is yeah, yeah, man. It is. yeah. i know mm-hmm. well it's not grueling once you get into it no, I mean you're speaking of course a lot of people in experience right that? yeah yeah right yeah right mm-hmm uh, you know, I mean, he likes his little TB12 program, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I follow that, but I have a, a couple of variations of it. Oh, you do? Yeah. I have my own. Uh-huh. You can see how well it works. <laughs> You'd be dead after the first minute and a half. You'd drop dead. <laughs> uh, a lot of us, uh, uh, a lot of us use that regimen not very many people can. can <laughs> not a lot of people. Not can many do of it. us can stick with it, though, like I do. You know, uh, first of all, first of all, it's really tough. You got to have a championship mentality. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. <laughs> first of all, uh, not many of us have the kind of body that uh, can be sculpted into, uh, you know, the Adonis that, uh, that Tom and I are. <laughs> So, oh, that's clear. That's, that's that is clear. clear. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 888 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, there's been some officials from the Trump administration and an Israeli ambassador who were nominated Sunday for a Nobel Peace Prize by Alan Dershowitz. Now, we were talking yeah. about who was it? Who was the lefty that was just nominated? Was it. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, we know, we know the Black Lives Matter was. Black Lives right? Matter was one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and but what's her face? Greta Thunberg, was she? No, she she wasn't was nominated, nominated wasn't she? No, she wasn't. She wasn't this time? Again, no. All right. So Black Lives <laughs> Matter. But Alan Dershowitz uh, has nominated Jared Kushner. Oh, you got to believe that drives people out of their mind. Yeah. And but, look, the guy deserves it. But. Look at the Israel-UAE agreement, the treaty that was signed between them. He was uh, instrumental in making that happen. He actually did something to warrant getting a Nobel yeah. Prize for peace. Uh, but, but will he get it? No way. Oh, absolutely not. No way they let nope. any of that come close to Trump. Man. No, they that's, won't. That's like saying Trump. Did something good. Yeah. And you can't have that. And We can't have that. I apologize. I, f- I forgot it. I don't want to. I don't want to 
say bad things or disparage her, but Stacey Abrams. Oh, that. Stacey Abrams. That's right. Stacey you know, Abr- Abrams losing, was nominated. The losing. Uh, well, no, it was Democratic stolen from her. Yeah. It was stolen from her. Are we uh, able to say that? Clear, let's be clear on that. Are we able yeah, to, in her uh, case, you can say Okay. It. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I just want to be clear. Yeah, in her case, there was massive voter fraud. Uh, yeah, she's a Democrat, so it's okay to go okay. ahead and say All it. All right, fine. Nobody um, will say a word about but it. But she's been nominated. Congratulations, Miss <laughs> Stacy. Stacy Abrams, Black Lives Matter, for her work. Now that she's getting, she was nominated for her work to promote nonviolent change at the ballot box. Wow. So. Uh, okay. That wouldn't have happened had she not had the election stolen from her. No, that's right. Uh, that's right. So they say that she laid the groundwork, really, for the two Democrats uh, to to win last January. Yeah, that change at the ballot month. box was great. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it, it was though? great. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, she might have done some damage there. Uh, I believe that she did. She yeah. may be partially responsible because she got a lot of people uh, to register to vote. Yes, she did. And she's been a, a avid proponent of of the voting that was her her mm-hmm. having the election stolen from her. I, <laughs> right. mean, she, I don't think she's ever oh, I don't ever think so. said that uh, no. that she lost. I mean, no. I, she said that she's had it stolen from her, but I don't she's, think she's ever conceded. No, I don't believe she has. You know, and they make uh, they make Trump into a villain and the worst person on earth for not conceding. Yeah, she has never conceded. I, never. And it's been what two years now. So well, I mean, if you have it stolen from you, you can't concede. You just can't. <laughs> right, right. That's right. Wow. So, exactly. Anyway, I mean, she's. It wouldn't surprise me that she gets it and Jared doesn't. I'll tell you that. Oh, it would not surprise me either. It wouldn't. I mean, Yasser Arafat won a Nobel Peace Prize. He's a terrorist. He won a Nobel Prize. I think in the what early nineties. It was a while ago. I mean, yeah, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, he's been dead for a while. So yes, yes, it was prior to his death. (laughs) I will grant you that. It's been a little while, but there have been some bad people who've won Nobel prizes. I mean, ninety four, ninety four. Okay, you know, and Barack Obama. Did he have any business at all winning a Nobel prize? No, No, he had no business whatsoever. And in fact, he was nominated. I think 14 days after his election. Yeah. So he hadn't done. He literally hadn't done anything. It was all these. for. It was. It was all because of hope and change, right? I mean, yes. that was it. That was. That was. That was why he was nominated. Yeah, and the hope people, and change. The people who nominated him have pretty much admitted that too. Since yeah. They pretty much said, "Yeah, okay, we we got a little carried away. We were <laughs> swept up in the moment, and um, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have been the Nobel Peace Prize winner that year. Well, yeah, maybe." Yeah, maybe. I mean, thank you for at least considering that possibility. Uh, Also, officials at a prestigious public magnet school in Illinois have been warned now that state law forbids them from requiring a student to go through a gender and sexuality program to graduate if it violates the student's religious beliefs. There's this Christian girl who they're trying to force into a graphic sex ed class. She doesn't want to go into it. Her parents don't want her in it. And the school is trying to force her to take the class. Otherwise, she, she graduate. can't graduate. 
This is getting so out of control. They've uh, repeatedly communicated that participating in the program violates their daughter's religious beliefs. Yet the school continues to pressure her, demanding that she complete the program or face punishment. We demand that you follow the requirements under state law. Uh, wow. Um, so the state is actually siding with the parents here, though. That that's at least at least there is that because that doesn't usually happen, this especially in Illinois. a state like Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, IMSA says gender and sexuality, their gender and sexuality program designed to make students experience discomfort. They want them to. Oh, all right. The Institute described the program in its letter. Students participating in the program use sexual language to identify sexual preferences and gender identity. In identifying the stages of allyship, the program classifies anyone who believes homosexuality is sinful or immoral as being in the same category as those who are repulsed by it or think it's crazy. Uh, so they're they're trying to make you believe that it's it's fine whether you believe that religiously or not. And then the the school district is trying to force her to take it. Why would you do that? Company Why? policy. Yeah, it's company policy. Right. You have to take it. That's why. I mean, that's their argument. Basically, you have to. And you got to be reprogrammed. To believe the right things, the correct things, the politically correct things. Now, you don't have to. Of course, you have to tell us that well, you do. Well, you won't graduate from high school, obviously. But uh, other than that, don't worry about it. Jeez. All right. We will uh, see you tomorrow when I'm sure there's going to be nothing but fun, happy stories. Oh, good. See good. you then.